Hi, I'm John Hill, pastor of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, and I want to welcome you to our radio program, Grounded. For the next 30 minutes, we hope to bring you God's message in a way that connects with you wherever you may be today. We hope that you enjoy and find yourself a little more grounded in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. Welcome to Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, Alabama. Grounded is presented by Veritas Classical School, Lake Martin. Visit VeritasLM.com or look them up on Facebook at VeritasLM. By Red Flag Pest Control. For dependable, affordable pest control, find them on Facebook or at RedFlagPestControl.com. And by Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City. This is Grounded. Veritas Classical School Lake Martin, located in Alexander City, offers families a unique academic opportunity. Using a classical Christian model of education, Veritas provides a robust, rigorous, and flexible college preparatory option, including partnerships with homeschool families. Already a great value, Veritas offers affordable tuition options for full and part-time students and flexible payment plans. For more information, visit VeritasLM.com, email VeritasLakeMartin at gmail.com, or call Chris Atkins or Jill Hill at 256-872-4727. Hi, this is Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church. I hope you have enjoyed our program, Grounded. And if you want to hear more, to take this with you wherever you go, maybe you go walking in the mornings and you plug in those headphones, go to iTunes and download the podcast. It's called Flint Hill Grounded, and again, it can be found on iTunes. And we hope that you enjoy it and find a spiritual boost from the message that we're presenting. Uh, wanted to draw your attention to this real quick. This is our candle display. And it has a meaning behind it. The meaning behind it is we started out the year with none of these candles being lit. And right now there are 18 candles that are lit. And those 18 candles represent the people who have accepted Jesus Christ into their life this year. That we know of. Uh, that had something to Yes, please. Absolutely. We, there is an expectation that we as Christians should have. And that expectation is, is that God is still at work in our lives. That God is still all-powerful, all-knowledgeable, and that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him. And that in and of itself brings to us a passion, it should bring to us a passion and a desire to share that. Because if we truly believe what Jesus says, we're talking eternity. We're talking about change that happens in us that brings us from the earthly to becoming more like Jesus Christ Himself and being sanctified. But you know what's amazing? Is that when you look at the numbers, and I'm a numbers person, pay attention to the numbers and I look to see where numbers are making sense and where they're not making sense. One of the things that I have found is this, that Christianity declines sharply in the United States and agnostics are growing. That's according to Newsmax. 
Christians in the U.S. are on a decline as number of nuns. That's people who don't believe in anything. Grows. There's a big drop in the share of Americans calling themselves Christians, according to the New York Times. And America is getting less Christian and less religious. Studies show Huffington Post. Uh, this is a graph that I have seen. The rise and fall of religiosity in the United States. If you look here, and this is the years, this is uh, numbers in the millions. Uh, in 1945, there was the beginning of a spike. And it went up until right around 1960, mid-60s. And then it began to decline throughout the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. The 2000s, there began to be a huge drop. And it is still falling drastically. Essentially, the number of professing Christians that we have in the United States today is dropping. Why is that important? We also see it resulting in a church attendance dropping and church membership dropping. But way before we worry about church membership and way before we worry about church attendance, let's worry about there are less and less people who profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because after all, isn't that what church attendance and church membership is all about? And so there is a huge decline in those who are professing Jesus Christ. And I have to ask the question of why? Why is that happening? Why are we getting to the spot where we see that downward trend well, we see that downward trend getting sharper and sharper and sharper. Uh, have you ever known anyone who had an experience and accepted Jesus Christ but six months down the road? They're not going to church. They're not acting any different than they did before. They have not you're not seeing the change in them that you thought we may see you ever known anybody like that why is that we have to ask the question right if we don't ask the question then we're ignoring the question and if we ignore the question we think maybe the question will go away but the question's not going away what's happening is is that graph is going deeper and deeper down and so by not asking the question, we are not finding the answer and we're not able to combat the, 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 the lack of an answer to that question. Essentially, why do people do that? It's very simple. There's been no change in them. Welcome to Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church. And today's message is about change and conversion. As we've gotten started with the first bit of today's message, by definition, conversion has to be about change, doesn't it? It's all about change. If there's no change, there's no conversion. Uh, we have to have something about us to change. Uh, it's a mere definition of conversion, changing into something new. 
As we get started on this sermon, we'll come back and talk more about today's theme on Grounded. More of today's message is next on Grounded. Red Flag Pest Control is Central Alabama's regional leader in pest control with hometown service. Whether it's termites, bed bugs, terminal treatment, carpenter bees, mosquitoes, even nuisance control and animal exclusion, Red Flag gets the job done at a price that works for your family or business. Call Red Flag Pest Control at 888-943-0353. That's 888-943-0353. Red Flag Pest Control, Central Alabama's regional leader in pest control with hometown service. 888 In life, it's important that we have people to lean on. For a Christian, that means a loving, caring, and compassionate church family. Flint Hill United Methodist Church exists to be a lighthouse and a life-saving station through Christian outreach. We offer a nursery, children and youth programs, outreach ministries, small group Bible study, volunteer opportunities, and more. All visitors are welcome. Services begin at 1045 on Sunday mornings at Flint Hill United Methodist Church, just off Old Dateville Road in Alex City. Now, back to more of Grounded with Pastor John Hill. You see, when we accept Jesus Christ, there's a change that comes about us. We become different people. And Jesus Christ gives us power to become new people. Now here's the problem. A lot of times, we don't expect to change. A lot of times, a lot of times, people will say the words, but there won't be any conversion. Does that make sense? Sometimes people think, well, I'm going to say the words and ask Christ into my life, And then I'm saved. I'm good. I have bought my life insurance policy, a fire insurance policy, if you will. And nothing else has to be done. I'm good. But what we see happening is after that, we find people becoming discouraged because, you know what? Maybe sometimes they came in expecting a change to happen, that something great, something awesome, okay, I'm in this horrible, I'm going to pray and accept Jesus Christ and everything's going to be better. But that change did not come like they expected it. And they got discouraged and they just gave up. Sometimes we get back into our world, especially after we, I see this happen a lot with kids who come out of camp. Jill and I do, we've done a lot of camps in the past. And I see kids who have this wonderful experience with Jesus Christ in the camp atmosphere. But they get back to the real world. And those same temptations are still there. It may be a weakness that we have. I'm on a diet right now. Actually, I'm not on a diet. I'm on a life change. Diets don't work. You've got to change things about your life, right? That's the way I'm, I'm having to view it now. Uh, I, I have a weakness for food. Okay? I have an addiction to food. I love food. I don't even have to be hungry to eat. Okay? I just like it. And I start having these cravings. And then the sign at, 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 at different rest, at the Chinese buffet becomes much brighter. And did you know that the Chinese buffet is sitting right next to the subway? And so when I go to the subway, because I'm going to eat healthy, 
They're cooking at the Chinese place. And it's so easy for me to instead of going this direction to go this direction. And so I'm decided I'm going to make this life change. But you know what? It's so hard because the Chinese place and the subway are sitting right next to each other. Oftentimes we fall back into that slot because of a lack of support. We don't have anybody to hold us accountable. We don't have anybody to say, you don't need to go eat that. You need to go eat here. I've given everybody, every lady in this church permission to slap the fork out of my hand. <laughs> Which is probably going to come in handy next week since we're having a dinner after church. So y'all be prepared. Y'all want to see something? Come next Sunday and see somebody slap a fork out of my hand. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Oftentimes we see people who have made a commitment to Jesus Christ. Christ come into my life and then six months or, or a week or two weeks or six months down the road. Then they get back to those friends. You know who I'm talking about? Those friends that they hang out with before they knew Jesus Christ. And they don't need to be hanging out with them friends anymore. But they hang out with those friends now. And choose to hang out with friends because we got to have friends in our life. When I was in high school, I was, I was actually a pretty good kid in high school. Believe it or not. Uh, my mom might disagree with me, but you know, I was a pretty good kid in high school. And, and the reason I was a pretty good kid is because I got involved in church. I was involved in the youth group. I was involved uh, in the scout troop that was out of our church. And I had a group of friends. There was probably eight of us. And our group of friends, we held each other accountable. We did not, we did not go out and drink and do things like that because the other one would get on to us. There was an accountability there. I graduated from high school and I went to Sanford. And my friends did not go to Sanford with me. So I had to make new friends. And the friends that I made at Sanford were not like the friends that I had at home. And that's when John went down a different path. There was a conversion of John, but it was in the reverse. Because conversion is change, right? There is no conversion unless there's change. And so I converted from being a strong Christian and I allowed those friends and those people that I hung out with and, and those weaknesses and that lack of support and, and those temptations to come to my life. And you know what I did? I walked away from God. God didn't walk away from me. I walked away from God. And my life for the next eight years went down a horrible path. Until that one night, when something had to give. And that night, for the first time in years, I got down on my knees and prayed. And I said, God, I know you hadn't gone anywhere, but I have. And I need you back in my life. I had to get up and go to Books A Million that night because I didn't own a Bible. Came back and read it all night. And a change began to happen in my life because I wanted the change. In order for there to be conversion, there has to be change for for these people who accepted these 18 candles that are lit right here that represent those 18 people there has to be change in their life in order for their life to experience everything that God has for them and what does, wants for them and desires for them to experience because if they don't change nothing's going to change we've got to put in some effort into this God is not going to do it all for us so that those things that we don't have control over, we can work with God and God fixes those and we work on the things that we can work on. It's a partnership. It's a relationship. In a relationship, 
No one does all the work. The work is done by both. And you know what? As you begin to make those changes, you will find power. You will find strength. You will find comfort. You will find peace. You will find things that you're able to do that you never thought you'd be able to do because now God is gracing you with even more abilities to do the things that you used to not be able to do. And we're going to model our life after Jesus Christ. We cannot go on doing the things that broke us in the first place. We look at being saved. When I say I'm saved, well, that's, that's forever, isn't it? Okay? It's the end. I'm good. I'm where I need to be. I'm as saved as I'm ever going to get. But you see, I don't think that's the truth. I think that we are saved that day. But you know what? Salvation goes on. We, need to, we have a need for salvation each and every day. We have to continue asking God for forgiveness, don't we? Because the day you became saved, did you become perfect? Did you quit sinning? So we still have a need for confession, don't we? And it goes on and on. Until the day you quit sinning, and you're sanctified, we have a need each and every day to get on our knees and ask God for forgiveness for our brokenness. And to heal us from our brokenness. See, we say converted. I, I, I have been converted. No, that you're in the process of conversion. You're working each and every day to become better than you were the day before yesterday. Don't look at God and say, that's my excuse. God will forgive me for anything I do. I can go do anything I want. That cheapens our God. And by cheapening our God over the last 50 years, we've seen the numbers go down. Because I'm going to tell you something about these new generations that are coming up. They are weird. They are strange. If you're in it, I apologize for saying that. But you are so strange and so different than the generation I came up with. But I'm going to tell you something this generation wants. This generation wants something that's real. And a lot of us older folks, we've cheapened God's grace. To the point that it's not real anymore. We need each other. We need the church. As broken as it is, we need it. We need to be able to come together and to love on one another, to hold each other accountable, and to help each other take those steps that lead to spiritual growth. It doesn't stop the day you say those words. It's actually the beginning of the journey. Welcome back to Grounded, and the theme on today's program is about change in conversion. Pastor John Hill's with us, and uh, Pastor John, let's talk a little bit about uh, change in conversion. And you mentioned uh, in your sermon that God requires us, ask us, to walk with Him, not not to simply ask for change and then wait for it. Yeah, we have to be participants in our change. It's in anything that we do in life where we want change. It's not going to happen if we just sit there and, and hope and, and pray that it happens. We've got to be a participant. And God gave us free will, and God wants us to be an active participant in our change. What is the role of the church in that change, in that conversion, in the participation of a new Christian as they're attempting to go through a conversion? Several different things, Jeremy. I think the first thing is we have to uh, – 
partner up with them and mentor them, uh, show them how to live a Christian life, teach them the things uh, that we have been taught. It's kind of like raising a, an infant. Uh, when you start out with an infant, you, you give them baby food and you give them soft food. As they grow, as they mature, you begin to feed them more and more substance, uh, more and more things that, that uh, require them to work a little bit harder. Uh, you don't feed a baby a steak. Uh, right off the bat and so you have to build that baby up and train that baby uh, so that he can digest or she can digest so that uh, process that that nourishment same with Christianity it's an important and responsible role for church elders or more mature Christians isn't it it is we have to again we have to mentor we have to hold accountable we have to be a spiritual cheerleader we have to be uh, someone a spiritual friend who walks beside prays over um, and helps Uh, that new Christian uh, grow in their faith. When we come back, we'll conclude today's message on change and conversion here on Grounded. More of today's message is next on Grounded. Veritas Classical School Lake Martin, located in Alexander City, offers families a unique academic opportunity. Using a classical Christian model of education, Veritas provides a robust, rigorous, and flexible college preparatory option, including partnerships with homeschool families. Already of great value, Veritas offers affordable tuition options for full and part-time students and flexible payment plans. For more information, visit VeritasLM.com, email VeritasLakeMartin at gmail.com, or call Chris Atkins or Jill Hill at 256-872-4700. Hi, this is Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church. I hope you have enjoyed our program, Grounded. And if you want to hear more, to take this with you wherever you go, maybe you go walking in the morning so you plug in those headphones, go to iTunes and download the podcast. It's called Flint Hill Grounded, and again, it can be found on iTunes. And we hope that you enjoy it and find a spiritual boost from the message that we're presenting. Now, back to more of Grounded with Pastor John Hill. change. Without change, there is no conversion. And people need to have an expectation to change and accountability for change to occur. I'm a whole lot more likely to stay on my diet. My life change. Right now. Because I'm paying my doctor $30 a month for me to go stand on his scales and him to look over my shoulder. The first week of the month, I go to Dr. Hinkle and I stroke him a check that says copay, $30. And then I stand on his scale so he can look over my shoulder to make sure I don't lie to him and lie to myself. Because I lie to myself. I will make myself believe it too. But see, Dr. Hinkle's holding me accountable. He won't let that happen. We need to hold each other accountable for change to occur. If we don't, we can talk ourselves into anything. You follow me? And we need to work at it. If we're not working at change, we're missing the boat. If we are sitting there like a knot on the log and saying, I'm
to be interactive in your spiritual growth and your spiritual change. So if we're sitting there like this, your face is going to freeze like that. But if you go into it with an expectation that God can change me and I need to be changed and I need to be made whole and I have an expectation that God will help me do that. And God will give me the power to do it and the things that I can't do on my own, I'll leave those up to God. But if I can help, I'm going to do it. Does that make sense? These are two books we're doing a Bible, uh, book study on right now. About to start, not Monday, but the next Monday. So you've got plenty of time to sign up. There's sign-up sheets in the back. One is called Gather. It's the reason we gather together and why God calls His people together. We just got 18 people in this church just got through with it. It's an awesome book. Ask anybody. Very easy to read. You'll love it. But it will make you think. It will help you grow in your own spiritual journey. So if you want to put some feet to work, some energy to your spiritual growth, sign up for that. The other book is called The Band Meeting. It is about rediscovering relational discipleship in a transformational community. That's rediscovering being in a relationship with one another where you're held accountable and you hold somebody else accountable. It's very Wesleyan, by the way. It goes back to the 1700s. Because we need that. I would encourage you, if you're serious about changing your life, signing up for one of these book studies and participating. We're going to continue doing different book studies. We're going to continue doing different things in ways that we've never done them before. And I want your spiritual growth to be taken seriously. And I want you to understand the grace of God and all the magnificence of it. And I think when we allow the value of God's grace with our lives, the younger generations will see that value and will know that it's real and will know that it comes with expectations and accountability. And when they see that, they will be growing in their own spiritual life. If you were in this church and you've never accepted Jesus Christ and you're trying to find that place where you can fill that hole, that void. That void is real. I've been there. If you're in that place and you know that there's a void in your life, that void is reserved for one thing and one thing only, and that's Almighty God through the presence of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. It's very simple. You say, God, I, I need you in my life. I'm broken. I can't fix myself. I need you in my life or I need to come home. Forgive me for what I've done. I'm ready for a change. To be closer to you. That's all you got to do. Welcome back as we conclude today's message on Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church and 
John, let's talk about today's message and just kind of wrapping things up. Uh, and you mentioned it before. There is no conversion without change. The two words really are are connected. They're they're simultaneous. They're used together. That they're used together. We are not the creatures that God created us to be. God has bigger plans for us. But in order to achieve the plans that God has for us or the will that God has for our life, there's something about us that has to change uh, because we're broken. And so we have to be active participants in that change. Thank you for joining us today on Grounded. We'll be back next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. One of the common misconceptions that people have regarding Christianity is that you don't need a church. And the fact of the matter is, is we all need each other. We need each other to walk beside. We need each other to walk with, to hold one another up when we go through the bad times, through the hard times, through the struggles of life, which we all will endure at some point in time. It's so wonderful to have a, a believer standing there with you to hold you up to offer you words of encouragement, to pray for you. We invite you to come and to be a part of the family at Flint Hill. If you're not currently going to church, uh, we meet every Sunday morning at 1045, and you have my invitation to come and be a part of the family that meets there and let us walk with you through life. You've been listening to Grounded with Pastor John Hill of Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City, Alabama. Grounded is presented by Veritas Classical School, Lake Martin. Visit VeritasLM.com or look them up on Facebook at VeritasLM. By Red Flag Pest Control. For dependable, affordable pest control, find them on Facebook or at RedFlagPestControl.com. And by Flint Hill United Methodist Church in Alexander City. Join us every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. for Grounded. Grounded.